0: okay so welcome everyone we're week 18 of naturally healthy club and this week we are talking about the truth about exercise and also we're going to be talking about protein for kids for amy so i'm so glad that you're on the uh, <laughs> best hats thanks marissa i do have a lot hats and i don't have to do my hair in the morning um so i wanted to start with a quote that tammy had actually posted in the group and she'd said, um which was from a book called eat what you love, love what you eat by um, Michelle May, MD. And the quote from Tammy was, when I'm hungry, I eat what I love. When I'm bored, I do something I love. When I'm lonely, I connect with someone I love. When I feel sad, I remember that I am loved. So love that idea from um, from Tammy. So thanks for sharing that, Tammy. And yeah, just a shout out to like, if you come across a quote that you find inspiring, post in the group. Like it's always great to um, to share ideas and to uh, yeah, like get, get, get quotes from different places. Um, okay. And the other thing I wanted to start with this call is just this thought that can often come up when we're doing work, like in the naturally healthy club or when we're doing anything in life, basically this this thought that I'm not doing enough and that like, and I just want you to think like, if that's coming up for you or if that has come up for you or it's coming up for you now, just like, remember, like, just notice how that feels. Like when you're telling yourself, I'm not doing enough, I'm not doing enough, like I should be doing more. Like it just, it feels really like you're behind, you feel really def- like a bit defeated. And so what I want you to remember, like our results coming from our thoughts. So, um, you know, T-E-A. So we want, if we like, if that that thought isn't really helping us feel good about our progress. And so it makes it harder for us to take action. So what we want to do, instead is like look at the, that thought and remember like that we're creating our own process and we're creating building habits here and it's not about like turning up for every call and um and like doing everything perfectly that's going to get you the results it's like really doing the work to build build your habits and keeping them tiny like keeping it sustainable and remember like there's no rush and we just want to like take those baby steps, keep going. Like some action is better than, than no action and just come from it from the place of, yeah, I am, I'm, I'm I'm going to do it doing enough and just know that you're going to get where you want to go. Okay. So a naturally healthy club philosophy I'm becoming, or I am naturally healthy. I trust the process. I change best when I feel good. My thoughts create my results. The most pleasure happens in the first few bites Every time I overeat, I'm wasting food. <clears throat> um, where else have we, What have we got? Oh, yeah, I focus on one meal at a time. Curiosity, not condemnation. It's safe for me to feel my feelings. There are no bad foods. My life is pretty amazing right now. I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. I want to do this and I can do this. Okay, so our plan for today is we have got some news to share, then I'm going to ask for tiny wins from the group, and then we're going to, um, I've got some coaching for Amy, so keen, keen to on um, protein for kids, which will be helpful for everyone as well. Then we're going to do a quick process recap, or we'll do a recap of last week's lesson, which was I t- trust the process, and then we're going to be talking about the truth about exercise. And we'll finish off with coaching if anyone needs help with anything. Okay, so news, uh, post of the week prize went to Mary Avery this week and she just posted, here I am making a short post of my own after finishing the Wordle. This is my tiny ha- habits recipe and I just did it. So wanted to celebrate Mary A for posting but also B for like deciding that she wanted to like create a, a like that she was going to create a tiny habit and she like created her recipe and then followed through on her recipe. So that's available to all of us at all, all times. Um, okay. And then in terms of other news, the challenge that we're doing as a group at the moment is the safe to feel challenge the feelings challenge. So that is in circle. It's in your playbook. Um, if you have any questions on that, let me know. It's so rewarding to do that work. Um, so that's, that's happening at the moment. And then we also, the other bonus thing that I've got going for you this week, it's all happening, um, is I'm doing a bonus masterclass on cooking. It's a cooking one. So how to simplify any recipes. So that again, that, the details for that are in circle under the events section so you're welcome to come along and learn about simplifying recipes and if you've got a recipe that you want to simplify um i think i in when i posted the in circle I've, there's a link so you, you can um submit your recipe to to be used as an example um, okay. And then in terms of the other thing I wanted to mention to you guys is in terms of like, what's next? Cause we are at the beginning of June now. So we've got two more months of our six month container. Cause we started um, February. So it goes through to the end of July uh, officially. And the thing with the naturally healthy club is like, for some people six months perfect amount of time and that's great and they're ready to complete after that but for some people it takes a little bit longer um, so you're welcome to continue on month to month for as little or as long as you like um so everyone that continues on past the six month group uh, six month point will actually get um, automatically included in there I've got an, a separate group, oh, group called staying naturally healthy with ease which is the graduates group for this so you'll also get included in that if you stay on and that has an extra bonus monthly call or two monthly calls and there's also uh, for the graduates group there's a there's a secret section in circle that you guys can't see but when you join the graduates group you can see so there's actually there's um, extra circle stuff Uh, but if you decide that like this is going to be enough for you just make sure you let um Caroline no. so just email Caroline and let her know when you're ready to complete and she will take care of that for you so that is what's coming next and then next group will be starting in um in early September so that is um that's it for news so we've got time for tiny wins so who's got something they would like to share with the group
1: My tiny win, my tiny wins are always funny, I think, because they're things that would have completely freaked me out before. Right, right. Um, I had so, so many social things this week, and It was wonderful. And I just really let myself be present. And I gained two pounds. I knew I would. And I was like, it's great. I'll be, it'll, I'll be back. It'll be down in like a couple of days. It's no big deal. A- instead of, you know, being at the party and restricting myself and being a bit distant or I yeah, even tried being
0: to... in your head about the food rather than being at the party and enjoying the party, yeah.
1: Yeah, and um, I think day one I I ate fine. I listened to my tummy, but I, I had two cocktails. And on the, the end of the second one I was like, yeah, the pleasure, I rarely have more than one. I was like, yeah, I'm barely tasting it anymore. <laughs> just... Yeah. But then yesterday um, I really tried to plan for this dinner that started at four. It was mostly hors d'oeuvres. And I, I just, I was there and I'm like, I'm not satisfied. I'm overeating because there's nothing of substance really. But I was like, it's fine. Like, it's fine. <laughs> and then that is amazing for me. And to, to get on the scale, pretty much know what going to be, have a BF and be like, it's fine. It's great. I had so such a good, good time. So good,
0: Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. So it's so actually, that's a huge win, isn't it? Like it's what a like different way to be approaching like celebrations and social stuff like yeah no, like it's feeling that calm know. like
1: no, so thank be-
0: you no <laughs> great work marisa that's amazing excellent okay amy's posted um her tiny win messing up but coach coaching myself in the moment to be kind to myself and curious and to um to carry on not beat myself up this is huge amy we're celebrating you for sure excellent great any other got any more tiny wins Kari, Margaret,
2: mine is uh yeah tiny her. slash huge. I uh, okay, yeah, was we... away for four days. Um, just got back, seeing grandkids and family, and oh. the same sort of thing. Like normally, I would have oh well, I'm can't follow a plan, just eat whatever. But I found that I was feeling my feelings oh my goodness (laughs) (laughs) and listening to my tummy and i i i thought oh this is what it's like to be naturally healthy you don't have to be worried about it or panicked or like it was a it's lovely lovely feeling and i've haven't ever had that before
0: Thank you. (laughs) That was really good. Yeah. 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 So you were just relaxed. You were away. You were enjoying the grandkids. Yeah. Like being present.
2: Yeah. Eating whatever was served,
0: stopping when I'd had enough. Yep. Yeah. That was really good. That's such a good feeling, isn't it? Mm. Like, it's like, yeah, Mm. like I don't have to be this crazy person. I can just. And not
2: controlled by food.
0: Yeah. Or whatever and, but also to. like not going into uh oh, well i can't like i can't like you know this isn't following my plans so i'm just going to overeat and then feeling really right. gross as well like yeah. you've got that beautiful yeah. balance margaret gosh big thank wins. you jules no go margaret so good um okay this is so big wins this week <laughs> um okay so now i'm going to i've got some coaching for amy so um amy should I just read out? Well, I just read out what you wrote in the, um, posted in the, in the group. Is that cool? Um, <clears throat> so, and first of all, I've had to apologize to Amy because she actually posted this uh, like a month ago on the, um, so there's a bonus for anyone that has kids and what is thinking about that whole, like, how do I get my kids to be naturally healthy? There's a bonus lesson that I did that's in the bonus resources called naturally healthy kids. So Amy had watched that lesson and then she would posted a question on it and I hadn't seen it. So first of all, like apologies to Amy, but also, yeah. So if I, if you do ever like post a question and I don't get back to you in circle, it's because I've missed it. It's not because I don't care. So just um, like, let me know so that I can, um, I can just you know, ping me a message, just say, Hey Jules. And you know, so just to make sure that I don't miss it, but I do try and um, check through everything. So Amy had written, um, my two boys are like, I like chalk and cheese. The youngest three this week is chunky and robust with a healthy appetite. So many aspects of this lesson and suggestions will be helpful for my parenting with him. The eldest six, is six, his skin and bones, and on the third centile for weight, I'm worried about his lack of muscle mass and feel he needs way more protein. Any ideas on how to get this into him as he just loves his carbs? And I feel it will be a huge struggle to prioritize the protein without denying him what he loves. Um, so just for those of you that haven't watched that, like basically the idea with, um, with, with children is to like, as adults like as parents or you know as carers it's our job to provide you know nutritious age-appropriate food for them but it's their job to decide what to eat and how much to eat and really letting them be in control of that rather than like you have to finish your plate and all that sort of stuff so um, that's the the short version of the um, of, the, of the, the lesson so but with um with this like amy's six-year-old in particular um i guess the first thing amy like my thoughts were were like have you like how do you like had mm-hmm. his gut health checked and uh, that allergy piece like because often um
3: he's got a milk intolerance right um but it's an intolerance so he can have small amounts yeah and we right. do give him small amounts to try and get him used to that yeah um yeah Otherwise, I wouldn't know where to start with that.
0: Yeah, because it's like, just dumb. Like one of Fergal, so he's my ten-year-old. He one of his friends has um, is like this really, really, really skinny kid, and I was talking to his mom, and she he, like she's like been getting him tested for all sorts of things, and his gut health is impaired, and so he's got dairy, but he's also got other allergies. And she's like, he eats as much as me, but he just his body can't tolerate it. So it's just they're just doing the best they can with that. So
3: it might what be sort of tests are they running? Like well, I don't, I like... don't
0: know. I don't know. Like I'm, <laughs> <Okay>. not a... <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, but like it might be worthwhile just going to your doctor, like go to your GP and just say, hey, you know, just notice this about him, um, just to mm-hmm. rule it out too, like because maybe it, he's fine, but um, yeah often it is a sign that there's like, it's not, they're not absorbing what they're, they're eating. So yeah, Mm -hmm. that's, that's the first thing. And then the second thing is just to remember that like kids, their nutritional requirements are very different to ours because they are growing so much and they actually need a lot less protein than we do, which is kind of counterintuitive. And, um, um because and it's because like just everything's more sensitive in their in their bodies like the insulin sensitivity is better like everything just works so much better and there's the reason why protein is important for us as we age is like there's these pathways in terms of muscle building and you, like for an adult like we need to, like and the older you get the more protein you need to to have to turn on the, the muscle building or the muscle restoring pathways and when you're a kid, I like, think like they only need like three or four grams of protein, whereas like for an adult to turn, to, to do this, turn on the same pathway, it's like, it's like 25 or 30 grams. So it's like, it's like 10 times the amount. So let's like to say all that to say, like, don't stress too much about the protein, like just getting like, like. Uh, and same for micronutrients as well you know because they they're just younger and everything works so much better like they don't need as many micronutrients and vegetables as we do so i think trying not to worry is the is it is the next thing cuz like if you're stressing about it you're going to be stressing him about it and that's that can cause more like can cause him to like back off on eating protein yeah um but then like i guess the other thing is like and what I do with my boys is look at getting protein for breakfast for them. So I give them like, well, actually Glenn does breakfast for them, but I, each week I just like poach up a heap of sausages and boil, boil eggs. And so they have eggs and sausages and cashews. That's breakfast. Like there's no, that's, and some, I give them and they have some prunes and like some vitamins and that's, that's it for for breakfast for them. So I know that they're starting the day with like protein Um. But I'm not sure if that would be an option to like start. Yeah, the the, the, the funny thing there is
3: that the other one's egg allergic,
0: oh, which right, is right. so annoying. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. He's
3: he's got a real appetite, the little one. So I'm not worried if he misses a few meals, like he's not. Yeah, and also away.
0: like yeah, that's right, the,
3: right. The the bigger one is just like he grazes a lot, which I'm not too worried about because I'd rather there was something going in. Um, but it's just his lack of, sort of muscle mass that's a worry.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, but that might just be him.
0: It might just be I him. I suppose. Just, yeah. You know,
3: hey. um, but yeah. Yeah. He's he's up quite late tonight because he's just got back in and uh, he's listening.
0: So. <laughs> oh, right, right. Do you want to do want to pause this conversation and like I can and we can come back to it later if you no, want? No it's
3: okay. You can't hear everything. But all right, I uh, can hear
0: what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay, well, how did uh, you go with just, sausages?
3: Sausages. Yeah, sausages are a big a big winner. Um and a friend of mine suggested making protein shakes. But I wasn't really sure where to go with that what sort of protein to add to them like there's so many protein powders and I'm a bit nervous about what's what's good for them what's not
0: yeah right um so yeah that's a, that was another thought I had for you is like yeah like using protein powders in things like that so um yeah like I'd, I'd go with collagen powder because it's like it's really good for gut health <laughs> as well so if that is okay a problem, that's going to help help like nourish his gut and it's not going to like everyone can tolerate collagen powder whereas if you go for like pea proteins and things like that then it can be that can people can have or soy like people can have allergies to it um, okay yeah so that's, that's so a
3: collagen shame. powder
0: collagen powder yeah
3: yeah okay
0: yeah yeah and then the other thing so that's a shame that your other one has an egg intolerance like that's a bit tricky <laughs> Cause that like, that's was that's like my way to get protein into my boys is eggs. Like, so like, like last night we had pasta, like they have pasta, but I like, it was, it was with sausage and eggs. So you like, just like cook the pasta and then put the sausages back in the pot with eggs and, um, and butter and cheese and just like. So but it was like a, it it's like use like a heap of eggs and then cook their eggs. So it's only just so it's a little bit like scrambled eggs with pasta. And like they love it. They eat it. It's like like yeah, really easy. And um so like eggs are a great way to get the protein in, but if your other one isn't having eggs and that's not so great. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit, a bit of a
3: strange combo going on there. Um yeah. but I guess I could do one. One version with egg and one version without. I think.
0: Um, well, you uh, can you could Elder. do it. He does do it with like serve out the egg. ones the ones that doesn't need eggs. You could serve his like cook that pasta with just butter and sausages, and serve that out. And then the one that does have eggs, put the eggs in at the in the pot at the end, okay. and then and then cook them. So it looks slightly different, but again It just kind of looks like curdy cheese cheese bits. Yeah, yeah. yeah give that a try Um, yeah and I've got it like a like I've got the other thing that I love for my boys is egg fried rice so it's like and it started out with more rice and less egg but over time I've upped the egg so more now it's more like scrambled eggs with rice in it but they still love it like that's their one of their favorite meals and they like if I told them that it was like healthy they'd be like freaking out but it's like they love it so much that even if we're having a curry or something if I cook just normal steamed rice they're like Oh no! Like, where's the like? We, we like we like our normal rice. Like, where's our yellow rice? Like, we want the yellow rice. So, um, so I'll link to that recipe as well because that might okay. be um, Yeah, sounds sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, Thanks. and then the other thing that I do is, um, like the sweet treats, I look at getting the nutrition in there. So, like when I'm baking, I bake with eggs and, um, and legumes as well. So, um. Yeah, so maybe that's something that you can bake up a batch and your egg, like and your protein deficient one. He can have the, those. Like, so I've got like a brownie recipe and muffins, and basically I'm like putting as many eggs as you can in that, in those, <laughs> so that like, and but then okay. it's got sugar, it's got sugar and cocoa powder and stuff, so it tastes like chocolate, but like, and they love it, but it's actually yeah. giving them a lot of nutrition.
3: Yeah, that's um, a good idea. He, he does love he loves um, flatjacks and brownies and
0: brilliant loves brilliant. all that sort yeah. of thing.
3: So if I could hide a few eggs,
0: yeah, that would, uh, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, and also like it's like you can bake up a batch and like either have them in the fridge or the freezer, so that you can just like it's not like you're going to have to it's going it's going to be a huge pain for the non egg one. Like you can just mm. like you know send them to just give them different options. Yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah. like, and yeah, this smoothies is another one. And the other one that, because um, it's coming into summer for you guys, that I lo- that I make all the time is like making ice blocks for them. So, or like you know, icy poles. So, getting like a little mold, and then it's just like a smoothie mix, um, with some. But you could add protein powder into that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then and they like they had them they had them as a treat and so like you know they think it's it's really like you yeah, know they're having ice bo- icebox but they're like actually getting some nutrition as well with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's
3: that sort of appeals far more than like shop-bought horrible things with all sorts of colors and yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 so there's like a yeah. s- of ways and if they love peanut butter like you know that the nut butters are really good. From a like, they've got some protein in it as well, and yeah. like like makes it stuff that kids love. Yeah,
2: yeah,
3: yeah. I'll give that a go as well. Um, with the with the intolerances and the egg allergy, we've been a little bit nervous of peanuts. Um, just because like I don't know why in the UK peanut allergy is such a thing. I know it is globally, but we've we've got a really. So big amount of peanut allergy, um, but I think I'm just gonna have to get over that one. Give them a give them a try. I'm not aware that they're allergic to nuts in any way, shape, or form.
0: Yeah, um, and re- yeah. remember, like with these, like particularly anaphylactic, like allergies, it's it's really a specific res- response to specific proteins. So, yeah, like if like just because like, and even within the nuts, like someone that's allergic to peanuts. Will n- not necessarily be allergic to almonds because there's a completely different protein in them. Yeah, my sister's so, like like that. So it's definitely it's peanuts
3: with her, but she can eat walnuts, almonds. Yeah, yeah. You name, it. It, <laughs> which is she's nervous too, but she can.
0: Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So that will all open up having peanut butter an option, and then, so that's the thing. Like I put peanut butter and apple like slice up pear. Like that's a like good way to get some protein into them when you the snacks. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. um, Maybe my son
1: has anaphylactic allergies. And just things I wish I had known back in the day. So things that can happen are hives, maybe like a little hive on the hands, copious amounts of vomiting, where we didn't know for a long time that this meant he was anaphylactic. So we we didn't, you know, because when it was like, you know, he's 14 now. I just I didn't know. So I just want to say like it's not always like tightening chest and throat that if something like that happens, or their lip swells, mm, you know, they mm. Yeah, so, you so Benadryl, the one, Just in case, you know. Yeah,
3: bigger one gets like rashy when he has milk, too much milk. So like even now we'll give him whole milk on his cereal, but we wouldn't follow that up with a yogurt.
1: Um, I guess I just mean like or, if you if you were trying peanuts and you were nervous. Uh, okay, about- oh, I see what you mean, yeah. If they started throwing up, that would be a bad sign. Or if they got a hive,
0: that would be a bad sign. That's just what to look out for. Yeah, thanks for showing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I see what you mean. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Mm, Lots
3: and lots of ideas there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so I'll link to to those recipes that I mentioned. Oh, and the other one is, like, tofu, like, is this thing that, like, kids really tend to, like, do. So I've actually been, like, instead of, Sometimes I started it out with where I did like spaghetti bolognese and I did bolognese sauce and I've chopped up tofu at the end and stirred that through and served it with like pasta. But nowadays, I've sometimes where I'll just give them bolognese sauce with to- chopped up tofu and they love that too. So that might be one to play around with.
3: Yeah, I'm not, tofu's not been a thing in my life. So <laughs>
0: I'll have
3: to play around with it. And yeah, see. A,
0: yeah, buy firm um, tofu buy from. and like just like. Because it's so bland, it actually works really well as uh, um like as a like as a like that carby kind of feel. Like it's got that like 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 neutral mouthfeel, and so if you've got a good like a, a strong flavored sauce with it, it tastes like you know, it, it tastes good. I, I love it. So yeah, okay. Yeah, so, but just buy firm, firm tofu because the, the firm silk tofu. Is, yeah, the the silken stuff is can be really. It has a place, but yeah, like. But, right. okay. It can be a bit, bit like watery. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. Um, Margaret said I've done baking with almond milk, flour and chickpea flour. Um, yeah, there we go. I've known toddlers who exist with the toddler diet of carbs, carbs and more carbs with sugar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I think, like, yeah, just not worrying about it too much is kind of bad a big thing yeah okay cool how does that feel amy Is that there are lots
3: lots of ideas there um i did i did get him checked out for diabetes um i think about a year ago because a neighbor commented like her, her son has diabetes so she wasn't just being like critical mm. um but she said you might want to get his blood sugars checked and a year ago his blood sugars were perfectly normal but he's just so he's so skinny. Um, compared to his brother. And we feed them the same. Like we don't, we don't feed one and not the other. It
0: yeah, yeah, it's seems... like, hang on, he's in the cupboard. Like... Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah this, of... this is the child that we don't feed.
3: <laughs> yeah. But the, the, the little one just has an appetite. So he'll go and fetch himself a banana off the side. We kind of do the thing with fruit where we just have it available. Yeah. And he'll go yeah. fetch himself a tangerine. And so he, he just has an appetite whereas the older one just kind of doesn't seem to. And he'll he'll often stop midway through a meal and say, mummy, my tummy's full, I can't eat anymore. And I'm, I'm sort of listening to you and thinking about, right, okay, I'm not going to tell him you must finish. I might just try and get him to have a couple more bites of his protein because I can't resist. <laughs> yeah, I won't yeah. do that whole you must finish your plate thing. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, I, I'm just sort of stumped why they're so different, but then that's, that's life, isn't it? I guess. Well,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and so, like, if he's, like, if he's telling you, like, his tummy's full, like, he's listening to his body. So, like, yeah. But maybe there is something there with his, like, you know, absorption. So, like, mm. finding, that, finding
1: that out might be helpful. Yeah, yeah. I'm just curious: is, is his pediatrician concerned? And do you like your pediatrician? Oh gosh, in here in the UK,
3: we don't really have. Uh, about the NHS.
1: Yeah, we kind of
3: you have to go to the GP, yeah. and they're like, "Is he is he healthy?" Yeah. Oh well, I wouldn't worry about it. You know, okay. um, what I'd have to do is find a private paediatrician,
2: nutritionist, um, yeah.
3: and try and sort of seek them out. But but I struggle a little bit with what sort of paediatrician right. am I looking for? Um, so willing to do that, but just don't know really where to start. Whether it would be somebody a bit
0: more like diet. Dietetics based, or like I'd be looking at like gastro, like someone who knows about gut gut health, gut health, yeah. Mm. Yeah, Or if there's someone who like specializes in allergy stuff, like that might be. Yeah,
3: yeah. It's it's a it's that line, isn't it, between kind of medicalizing Mm.
0: things that are going
3: on with him versus just having a, a little chat to see if oh and something. also
0: giving him options that feel good that he's drawn to mm. like yeah. Mm. yeah
3: yeah 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 I might, I might google google some gastro <laughs> <laughs> guys <laughs> and girls and <laughs> see if up. but yeah it's, it's kind of we have a very nhs is great but especially with all the sort of post-pandemic stuff everyone's just so squeezed that if you're not
1: dying you kind of can you just wait you just join the back of the shoe um sadly we had to go to the hospital for my son because he had an allergic reaction on friday night and we were in the hospital and my son said you know i know we pay for it but our healthcare is really good (laughs) (laughs) we do have to pay for it but yeah Yeah, so it's kind of a
3: right Mm. (laughs) Yeah. yeah 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 more and more people are paying here
0: because you just you just have to, but yeah, cool. Okay, so it feels like Amy you got something to start with. Yes, awesome, awesome. Thanks for posting that, Amy. Okay, cool. um Yeah, and actually, all those things about getting more protein for kids—they can be—they can apply to adults as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you're wanting to look for like easier ways to get more protein into your own like meal repertoire, you can check out those links too. Okay, so last week we spoke about um, I trust the process, and just just remembering that it's one hundred percent normal that you're going to have doubts that you can change. Like this is because you haven't changed it, like or you're probably in the process of changing now. But like whenever we are making any changes, totally normal to like have those doubts that you're going to change. And what I encourage you to do is like, use the my belief in you and use your belief in the process while you're building that evidence that this is going to work for you. Um, so That's what we, we spoke about last week. And we also did our progress quiz because that's a great way to track, like how are you actually going with your habits and highlight like, where's an area for you to focus on and to like, like just to decide where you want to put your energies and your, and your efforts. So, and then, so yeah, if you're not seeing results, like just always bring it back to the process and also bring it to coaching as well so that I can help you like find, because remember like with this, with our, our process, there's so many different ways that that can actually, like yeah, we have these three components, but the way that it actually shows up in your life and the way that you actually, it, how it actually looks for your habits and your circumstances is different for everyone. So we want to find that sweet spot for you. So the thing with our process, where we well, remember it is L A T. So L for listening to our tummies, I for making intentional choices, and T for tracking. And so with our listening to our tummies, we want to like at the very minimum be putting our cutlery down. So we're we're slowing down. We want to be eating like focused on the food, not focused on our phone or the um, you know watching TV, um, and just tuning into our tummies where we're like learning to like feel notice what like what feels how we like how, what when we feel satisfied and then of course learning to coach ourselves so that we do so doing the tummy challenge is a great way to learn that skill then we've got i for making intentional choices and this is all around like having a having a proper meal schedule where you're um where you're eating like, like you know, and you decide what that is. But eating proper meals rather than randomly grazing all day, and then snacking. But when you snacking, not just having it, making it random, like actually being intentional around your snacking. And the other part to making intentional choices is our daily practice where we're being intentional about the thoughts that we're thinking. So we've got our one sentence of I'm naturally healthy and then whatever other beliefs you want to be intentionally thinking. And then also like planning our day or just at least at the very least planning one treat. And then our final part of our process is tracking and that's weighing ourselves every day and tracking our habits. So... Um, yeah, so that's, that's where we're at with our process. And now I wanted to talk about the truth about exercise. So we haven't really, um, I think I mentioned this in the, um, in the live event at the very beginning, but it's, so you notice like we're doing this whole naturally healthy club with week 18 and we're only now talking about exercise. So, um, and so the, the thing with exercise and the truth about exercise is that there's, a lot of research that's showing that actually exercise doesn't help with weight loss and, um, that, which like, of course you're like, but what, hang on, we are always told like, we need to move more if we want to lose weight. And the thing is that, yeah, when we move more, like there's heaps of benefits from doing that, but our appetites naturally adjust. And there's actually one study in particular, that's always stuck in my mind where there was like a group of Swedish researchers and they got, um, it was I think about about fifty people who were completely sedentary, were doing no exercise at all, and over I can't remember a year or eighteen months, they trained trained them up so that they were able to run a marathon, so forty two kilometres, twenty six miles. So they went from couch to marathon, and in that group, I think the men on average lost like one pound, and the women. Did not lose like on average, none of them like their average was zero loss, weight loss. Like they they stayed the same weight, even though they were like they were running like crazy amounts, like a whole marathon. Um, and that was my experience as well. Like when I trained for the marathon, I was running like hundred kilometers, like just like sixty miles a week, like so much exercise. And yeah, like my weight stayed the same. Um, and the, and so the reason for that is when we, the more we move, the more we exercise, our appetites naturally increase. Like that's what our bodies are designed to do. If we're using more fuel, we naturally increase it. So if you're not listening to your tummy and you're overeating to begin with, then you adding exercise doesn't balance that up, but doesn't balance that out. You're still going to, you're still going to eat more than, than you need. So the way I think about it, I think that the way it's really helpful is just to keep weight loss and exercise completely separate. Like they, I never think like I'm going to like, I went for a run, so I'm going to like, I deserve to have this cookie or and like, it's like, I don't think about it at all. Like if it's a day where I've trained or a day where I haven't trained, I just trust like they're completely separate things. There's a million reasons to exercise and we're going to talk about them in like in just a sec. But I just trust my body to guide my appetite and I exercise for all these other reasons, but I don't exercise for controlling my weight, which is such a freeing way to see exercise because then when we, the way that we're approaching exercise is from this place of, I want to, I'm doing it because I want to do it rather than that I should do it or I need to do it to control my weight. It just makes it so much. But yeah, Marissa, question.
1: This separation has been life-changing for me and I too always exercised. So it's, it's been really helpful to know this, but I, I think I heard at one point that leisure walking doesn't increase your appetite, but can help with weight loss. And I was wondering where you sort of weigh in on that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like, so that m- movement that's like, it's called neat. So it's non it stands for, but it's like stuff that like d- is just moving around like gardening and all that sort of stuff does burn more calories without like,
1: Increasing your Keeping, appetite, right?
0: Yeah, increasing your appetite in a crazy way. So,
1: like, that's if, part of my naturally healthy club plan is that I, I see my walks very separate from my weightlifting and my dancing and my yeah. hikes. My walks are just like, I love it. I know it's helping me burn calories and it's not going to increase my appetite. And I just, I love it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> great, great. Well, and that's the thing is that as long as you love it, like doing it because you love it, not, but if you're starting, if your brain starts to go into, ah, oh, uh, I'm like, you know i'm not like my weight's not moving i should be doing more of this than like you just want to catch that sneaky thought okay. because that's that that's not helpful and it just it makes you not want to exercise it's like it makes you not want to do do stuff and also it um like you know the other thing that can come up with if you're looking for movement to manage your weight and yes. and doing it approaching it from that mindset is that then when something happens and you like get sick so I twisted my ankle um earlier in the year and in the past like I would have been freaking out going oh my god I'm gonna get really fat because I'm like I can't run but like I was like this like now I'm like fine it's like I just know my appetite will adjust and it'll be like not a problem like and so it's like should, and also yeah. I'm like I wasn't itching to get back to running when my foot was sore like I was able to give it the rest that it needed so I recovered properly and it just yeah, feels so felt really. I think good.
1: I was sick towards the beginning of this or something, and you were like, "It's absolutely fine. Um, your body's, your appetite's going to adjust." And it was so freeing. I was like, "Okay, you yeah, I can just, like, get better for a week, and nothing's going to happen to my weight." About yeah, it.
0: exactly, exactly, yeah. So, um, so, yeah, go, Amy. If you do get
3: hungrier when you've worked out hard, yes. yeah, do you eat more?
0: Yeah, (laughs) I listen to it. I said, that's the thing. I'm always listening to my tummy. It's like, so yeah, I'm like, but I'm not thinking I've worked out that I should have more food, but I'm just like, I'm just letting my tummy guide me. So like.
3: Okay, because like I've started working out pretty hard on a Wednesday morning Um, and at the moment it's only one session a week, but sometimes I'm ravenous afterwards and other times I'm not. So yeah, I'll right. just go with how I feel.
0: Go with how you feel. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and make sure you like getting like you prioritizing the protein too, because that's going to mm. satisfy you the most, and because that's what your body's really looking eggs, for. Eggs, yeah. eggs, eggs. <laughs> yeah, eggs, eggs, eggs. Have those bold eggs ready. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah.
2: So, so I was going to say that I have found when <clears throat> I've exercised in the past, thinking it's going to help my weight loss that then i'm going oh well i ran around the block three times so i can eat an extra piece of cake because i've obviously burned those calories and yeah. never burn as many calories, calories as you yeah can you can't it. outrun yeah. so <laughs> so i diet, like yeah that. keeping it separate as works yeah, yeah
0: completely there's no accounting and yeah. i think like i there's the, a calorie in food energy it should not be like the same unit of energy as a calorie that we burn when we're exercising. Like, it's just, it's like one's what we measure in a lab. Like it's like completely separate. So yeah. But that being said, like the, like why, like there's millions of reasons to exercise and as a naturally healthy person being sedentary, it's like, you know, it's it's not really a great, great, great approach um, because like it, it, exercise impacts our brain health. It prevents cognitive decline. It improves your blood sugar control massively. Um, it improves, improves your insulin sensitivity. It helps with your mood. And that's actually my biggest motivator for exercising, for running, is that I get those endorphins. And I, I notice like my mental health is so much better when I've, I've got that happening um, improves your sleep quality um, prevents frailty in old age. And this is actually huge. Like there's a huge link between um, muscle mass and longevity. Um, it helps with blood pressure. Um, it's a great way to really do stress. Um, and it actually, there was some research recently that sh- was showing that, um, that like some cancer cells are actually killed off by like, by exercise. actually can't remember the, the details, but it's like, there's so many things. It's, it's, yeah, it's so good for everything. Um, and there's um, actually a really great book that I read recently, Peter Atiyah's book um, called Outlive. And that so it's all about, you know, living a, having a long, healthy lifespan, like health span. So, like being healthy into your old age. And the biggest thing that he is focusing on is he said the connection piece is good. So, your relationships are really important. But the other thing he's like, it, what you eat isn't so important but um not just not eating too much is a a thing so there we go listen to our tommy's but also he's like, like was really big on um building muscle mass is like the biggest thing for aging aging well so like the exercise piece for that is really huge um so if you yeah of course we all we all know this so what types of exercise basically anything is better than nothing it all counts and I think the most important thing is to do the things that you love, like, and to like have that natural so that you're naturally drawn to doing so you're not having to force yourself to to do your exercise is is really key. So if you hate swimming, don't swim. If you hate running, don't run. Like there's so many different forms of movement like, and just treat it as a treasure hunt to like, find out like, what is it that I really love? Like, what feels really good for me? Like some people love yoga classes and then going to Pilates. So like, so that feels good doing classes. Great. But if that is like going to classes annoys you, like, you know, maybe you just going for walks is, is the thing. Um, So anything's better than nothing. It all counts. Um, But also like, as we, as we age, Building doing something to build muscle is a really smart move. So if you're not currently doing any like anything that's any resistance training, anything that's like weightlifting kind of stuff or body exercise stuff to build muscle, then that's one thing that I would highly encourage you to start to add in. And it's not necessarily the most fun form of exercise, but you don't have to like start going to a gym. Like there's apps you can use. Even just starting out with push-ups um, and squats, like so, that's something that I do every day.
1: Uh, yeah. Like, for people who have never lifted weights, you really can get two pounds by your coffee maker and just while the water's heating up or whatever. If you do it for two minutes, three minutes, it you know, and then do it again a little later, it makes such a difference.
0: Yeah, that's right. Like anything it's is like better like than huge. nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So so true, Marissa. Um, And I think that little bit every day is more powerful than like going to a gym once a week. But then if you want to go to a gym once a week and just have someone like boot camp you and tell you what to do, like that's totally cool too. Um, It's also really important for building muscle mass is also really important for bone health as we age. And there's actually um, this group called OsteoStrong, which aren't, um, they they don't have a centre here where I live, but it's like these, um, it's, only like at these workouts where it doesn't take very long and you're just holding like lots of weight and that's meant to be like the best for bone health. so that's something to check out if you're if that's bone health is on your radar. Um, but yeah, building muscle so important um, And then <clears throat> also like what you know doing that like the knee, the non exercise thermogenesis, whatever so just the movement walking, gentle walking, gardening cleaning up the house, walking around the house. Like that's all, that's all helpful. Um, Doing some cardio can be great, but if that's not your thing, don't worry about it. Like if you love it, great. But if you don't like, um, you know, it does like, so running, cycling, swimming, they all do increase your appetite quite a bit. So like um, too much, too much cardio can be a bad thing. And that's one thing that these days I like my maximum run would be like 30 minutes. I don't do too much. On that front um and then the other types of exercise that you may something really fascinating some new research um is around this idea it's called eccentric exercise and so what that is is that we actually this is really counterintuitive we actually build more muscle when we are um going like when we're lowering our body rather than raising our body. So, when you're doing push ups, you're actually building like the lowering, when you're lowering your body down, you're actually building more muscle than when you're doing the pushing up bit. And so, there was actually this fascinating study where they got two groups. One group, they got, it was like over a six week period, and they measured their muscle mass before and after. One group, they got them to walk. Up, however many flights of stairs, and then catch the lift down, and that was their exercise routine: was walking upstairs, but and catching the lift down. And in the other group, they got them to catch the lift up, and they only walked downstairs. And the walking downstairs group, like they increased their muscle mass significantly higher than the group that was walking up the stairs. So that's really like so crazy so if you're ever if there's ever an opportunity to walk downstairs walk down the stairs you don't necessarily have to walk up um and that other and that's another way to apply this if you're not like doing squats so you um like our glutes our butt and our thighs are like the biggest muscle area in our body so building those muscles is is really like is really key and so if you're not used to doing squats what you can do is just lower yourself into a chair like an armchair and just go down really slowly and then stand up and just do that like lower yourself down as slowly as you can sit your butt on the chair and then stand up um, and that's using the ben- that power of eccentric. So the lowering is where you get most of the benefits from. So that might be a, if you haven't, if you're not currently doing anything for building muscle mass, starting with that chair exercise of just doing five of those a day and then building up is a is a good one. Um, Marissa's saying, yeah, like it makes me appreciate the downhill part of my hike. Exactly. Yeah. Like so, like it's like that fighting against the gravity is actually really. Um, yeah, like really good for building muscle. It's kind of weird.
1: Um, My mom has um, early stages of Alzheimer's and she does all the things. And one of the things she does on a protocol is squats in the morning. So right, interesting. Okay. okay. Doing them Specifically the
0: in the morning is good for the cognitive, yeah. right? Hmm. Right, right. Yeah, so the squats like just lowering and it's just like lowering your butt into the chest, standing up. Um, And it's just something that you can just add in. You can have it, stack it onto anything that you like. Um, So that's, that's a, that's a good one. And the other thing around exercise a concept that is, is really, that's being researched at the moment is this idea of exercise snacking. So like, because one of the barriers to exercise, I think is this idea that we, you know, it needs to be a certain amount for it to be worthwhile for us to get any benefits from it. And so The the exercise snacking idea is just like doing small bits of movement throughout the day is actually just as beneficial, if not more beneficial, than doing one big chunk. So there was research looking at where they got groups to do – one group did like three 10-minute walks throughout the day, spread throughout the day, and then the other did one 30-minute walk. And the group that had the the exercise snacking, like the three little bursts of of walking – they actually like what comes. Kind of, what they were, I think they were measuring their blood pressure or something in that study, and their blood pressure improved more than the, um, the people who were doing the one bigger session. So, great thing about exercise snacking is like you can just fit it into a busy life. It's like you know between meetings, can I just go for a walk around the block, or can I, just you know, go for a walk around my building or whatever it is. Um, you know you don't have to get changed when you're walking which is great like there's no sweatiness you don't have to go to a gym it's free so that might be something to to think about um, about include like how can you include that more into your um into your life and so just invite you this week to just think have do an exercise exercise (laughs) and just think about like are you happy with your current activity levels if so amazing keep going But, um, you know, is there something that you would like to experiment with? Like, is there a way that you could experiment with adding some exercise snacking into your day? And then if you decide that you do want to do that, again, invite you to um, build a tiny habits recipe around that. So um, remember, like, our formula for that is, like, after I do very specific actions, so maybe after I, um, you know, well press the coffee maker to get started i'm going to do um do like five squats or i might do two squats um and and also remember with the tiny habits is to have like a minimum requirement so that idea of like what is the minimum that you're going to do to keep this habit alive so it might be i just do one one squat or one push-up when i'm waiting for the coffee to to go or um might be yeah like, yeah, or it might be, yeah just want doing one thing is is enough, or it might be if you wanted to get into the habit of going for a walk like that your minimum requirement is, okay, I'm just going to step put my shoes on and step outside, and that's all I have to do if I really don't feel like it. if I've just stepped outside, like that's a tick for the day um and just have that that tiny tiny habit um. Yeah. Cool. Oh, Marissa said, I love to ask people what they um, love to do for play as a kid, dance, tennis, biking, play catch. Yeah. Like that's a really good question to ask yourself. Like what's something that you used to love to do that you aren't doing now? So one of my things is um, when you're like thinking about that, like is playing on the monkey bars. Like when I was at in primary school, like I used to just spend my whole all the play time on the monkey bars and so during COVID we got monkey bars for the kids and so now part of my exercise routine is like when I come back from my run I go to the monkey bars and I do some chin-ups and um do some like do the monkey bars and then climb up, and it's really really fun so yeah like that bringing that sense of play into it is really really key as well um Yeah. And another thing to just remember with the habit is like just thinking about like, is there a way to track the habit as well? Like just to give you that little bit of an extra incentive to do it. So we want to be ultra specific with the timing. So after I do very specific thing, I'm going to, and be really minimum with whatever your minimum requirement is so that you're going to get that good feeling from doing it and keeping the habit alive because remember like the easier something is to do the more likely we are to do it so don't go i'm going to start doing 20 push-ups every time i um you know after i go to the loo actually that was one habit from the tony habits book is he started doing push-ups uh, so when he went to the bathroom every day he would just, just do one push-ups with his minimum so after he i'm not sure if he did it after he flushed the toilet or after he like washed his hands or whatever but yeah like he, he would do one push up after he went to the bathroom so that might be another that you might like to to play around with um yeah but yeah making it as easy as possible means it's way more likely that you're going to do something so okay so does anyone have any thoughts on exercise or any questions before we wrap up for today feeling inspired to walk downhill or <laughs> go down the stairs Now we're good. Excellent. Okay. Okay. We well, we might wrap up there, everyone. So good to see you guys. So, yeah, just your home play is like just keep working the process. So keep going with your daily practice habit. Keep going with your daily weighing or, and or tracking. Keep going with putting that cutlery down and enjoying your food and focusing on the pleasure. Um, if you haven't posted a review in the group for a while, like now is a great time um, or post a tiny win in the group. Like I'd love to hear from you. It's so good that we'd like the group so dynamic um, in circle. And just a reminder that when you're ready to feel your feelings, as Margaret <laughs> is a big advocate of, um, to like that the feelings challenge is there for you guys as well. So have a beautiful week, everyone. And I look forward to seeing, and, uh, yeah, if you can, can come on to the um how to simplify any recipe class, that would be great. Otherwise I'll catch you guys next week. Okay. Bye everyone.